Hello, and welcome to the Antique Auction Forum podcast. This is Martin Willis, your host. And as I've talked about in the last couple of uh, podcasts, you know, people are are trying to adjust to the new reality, and uh, this is what the show is about today. I've got two uh, gentlemen that are coming right up, and uh, they are going to be talking about uh, an idea to take Brimfield, if uh, if you're in the antiques world, um, I'm sure you know about Brimfield. I mean, even when I lived in California, everyone knew about uh, Brimfield out there. It's a huge, huge market. Um, I will ask, I don't know exactly how many people generally walk through, but there's no such thing as social distancing at Brimfield. And uh, welcome to the show. I have, uh, well, I should say who I have first. Uh, <laughs> I have Justin Nash and Mike Lord. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Martin. Thank you for having us. Yeah, you bet. So, first of all, uh, Mike, you know a little bit about the history. For the person that's unaware of uh, the history of Brimfield, how did how did Brimfield come together? When and how did it grow to be so huge? Well, I'm I'm, I'm not quite sure on specific dates. Uh, my understanding how Brimfield started was uh, a gentleman named Gordon Reed had uh, had a small plot of, plot of land in, in Brimfield, Massachusetts, and uh, at an auction and brought some people on together for a flea market. Uh, uh, you know, word spread that, you know, it was a good way to go down and sell some used goods and, and find some things that you're looking for. And, uh, it just grew. Uh, his neighbor was Richard Mays. Uh, Richard Mays started a field. Um, and things just, just, uh, snowballed from there, as you, if you will, uh, you know, fields added on, um, as time went on, uh, advertising built up and, you know, it, it, now it is uh, what it is today. Um, I believe at some points you could have fifty to sixty to seventy-five thousand people there uh, in May alone. Uh, it's just become pretty much the East Coast uh, or Northern New England's uh, uh, premier antique event. Um, and honestly, if you ask me, I've been all over the country. There's very few things that that that, that can even compete. Yeah, yeah, I would have to agree with you there. Now, the thing that I remember when I first went years ago, I think I was in my twenties or something, and all the fields, I didn't understand the fields. Now, these are are these actually private um, fields that are owned by, um, say, families and uh, businesses and stuff like that, like Shelton's and and New England yes. Motel is yes. pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I mean I go way back um, with uh, with Brimfield and the field owners. Um, well, a few in general. Uh, my my father, um, just to give you a brief history on on, on where he comes from and how he's involved with Brimfield. Uh, he had a small electronics corporation in the late 60s. Uh, he sold out for a good amount of money back then. Uh, uh, I thought he had life set. Uh, I came along. Uh, <laughs> my mom said, uh, well, we need some more uh, We need some more money coming in. Uh, so he took himself off the amateur PGA tour and, uh, and uh, started slinging antiques and ice cream. Um, <laughs> one thing led to another. He moved out east, and uh, he had an over, overstock of, uh, of some inventory. Um, he had, was in, uh, Amherst, Massachusetts at that time and, uh, was asking around. Someone had said, listen, you know, there's this big flea market, uh, in Brimfield, not too far. You might want to check that out. So he drove down. Uh, he actually talked to Gordon Reed himself, was told that, uh, the show was, was sold out, but his neighbor, uh, Richard May was going to be opening up a show for the very first time and you might want to talk to him. So my dad went over there and, uh, spoke to him, got a spot and that was, uh, I believe May of 1976, and that was the very first May show. Um, since then, my father has never missed um, a minute of any May show uh, up wow. until uh, what's happened in the last couple of days. 
uh, the last couple, excuse me, last couple of months. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's his history on Burfield. And I, I mean, I was born into it. I had no choice. Um, <laughs> uh, Same here. He's been doing it for 46. <laughs> he's been doing it for 46 years. Yeah. I'm 44. Um, I, I've spent four years of my life in a hotel room in Sturbridge, Massachusetts, and I've never claimed residency in Massachusetts. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's in my blood. And, 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 you know, that's why I'm involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and Justin, what about yourself? What's your, what's your involvement with, has been, uh, with Brimfield? Uh, I've been going to Brimfield and networking with different dealers and collectors for years. Um, you know, and, and basically we, we all were disappointed. The buyers, the sellers, the, the collectors, the dealers, everybody around the nation was kind of down and out and, and a little upset. And, uh, I couldn't stand there and watch, you know, businesses go belly up or, you know, people go hungry because these large antique shows weren't going on. You know, Brimfield is, I enjoy going there and walking 40 miles in five days and getting dirt in my socks and, you know, finding some treasures and some gems and connecting again with friends that I haven't seen all winter long that, you know, it was kind of the, the kickoff of the summer. And, and, you know, I, I would take a week off of work to be there and, you know, it's, uh, you love it. So when I started talking to Mike and a couple other friends and we said, we, we couldn't sit there and watch it not happen. Instead, we wanted to, you know, make, make lemonade with the lemons that we were given and, and try to help give back to our community and industry. And, you know, um, I actually own a barber shop. I buy and sell barber antiques, um, when I'm not behind the chair and, uh, you know, we uh, we decided to come together and, and, and make the best go of this and help the community industry survive. Excellent. In fact, if I could add something, um, the reason that uh, the, uh, the, the friendship between me and Justin exists is because of Brimfield. Um, I had a fairly fairly rare barber sign. I gave Justin a great deal on it, and uh, our friendship lost him. And, and that's how, um, basically, this, this whole thing started. If it wasn't for Brimfield and meeting there, you know, we wouldn't have spoken about this and we wouldn't have brainstormed. We wouldn't have brought Tom Sloan in. Um, you know, all these things have, have snowballed and it's basically because of our meetings and our interactions and our, and our relationships in Broomfield. Yeah. Well, I get it. Well, all right. So how, how is this going to work? I guess, um, you know, of course, obviously no one's going to be setting up there and, and I've only set up there once in my entire life and, uh, um, it, it it's grueling. <laughs> You know, you're talking about, Justin, about walking around with, uh, uh, you know, dirt in your shoes and all that stuff. But, you know, I know, I know some real diehards and, and, you know, they just sleep in the back of their truck the whole entire time there. And uh, there's a lot of people that do that that type of thing. But, uh, yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Uh, I've, I've been known to sleep in the back of the fields before and get out there at 334 in the morning and out there at night with a flashlight and, you know, seeing seeing what kind of gems and treasures you can find and not worrying about the blisters on your feet, you know, because you're, you're so passionate and everybody loves it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But basically starting May 12th at 10 a.m., we want to recreate the Brimfield experience. So starting May 12th at 10 a.m., anybody in the nation, it's 100% free, anybody in the nation, um, whether you're an antique store, whether you're an antique dealer, whether you set up at the shows, whether you're a buyer or a picker, uh, May 12th at 10 a.m., you can set up a digital booth the same way you would um, at Brimfield, you can do it in your front lawn, you can do it in your living room, you could do it in your bathroom, as long as I can help see everybody come together and be able to 
um, buy and sell in a way that's safe for everybody during these trying times. Um, there'll be booths that are listed all week long. People can go on, they can like, comment, send a direct message to the seller. Um, and then in the evening times, we'll, we'll have live events featuring live sales and uh, live auctions with some of the best around the nation. You know, antiques, advertising, toys, collectibles, primitives, art, and, and so much more is, is being included. Pottery, we're seeing um, some really high-end, high-quality stuff. And, and we're seeing the, the best thing that we're seeing of all of this is, is the community come together and, and be so passionate about making a go of it online. And, you know, it'll, it'll be nice not to have the blisters on my feet. I'm going to miss seeing everybody, but we're, yeah. just hoping, we're just hoping that everybody can make a go of this safely. Yeah. So, okay. So let's, let's just, uh, we'll, we'll put it this way. All right. Um, I'm interested in attending and, and looking and, um, I want to buy something. I'm curious to know, how is this going to get, how am I going to pay? How is this going to get shipped? Um, um, you know, how do I know that, uh, um, a person that, um, I find on this page that, um, I will indeed get the pieces shipped to me. You just, just walk us um, through how all that, um, would, and you did mention, you know, the live events. Uh, you can finish off with that. Um, either one of you can, and you know, whoever wants to choose to uh, discuss that whole thing, feel free sure. to. Well, the, the, the way, you know, the vision is, um, it's basically, it's, it, it's just like any other uh, antique show. I mean, it, it's, uh, uh, we have a platform for the dealer. Um, almost all the dealers that I know of in here that, that, that are participating are all professional dealers with years and years of experience. So they know, you know, how to ship. Um, they know what payments to use, how, how, how they can be contacted. Um, it's just like business as usual. Just, uh, you're not outside. You're not under a tent. Uh, you're in your living room. You're in the garage. You're in the driveway. Um, maybe Justin can, 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 can expound a little bit on that. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, there is secured forms of payment, uh, such as PayPal, where the buyer and the seller is both protected. Um, shipping arrangements can be made, obviously, for smaller items. Um, but every we've given the opportunity for every dealer to set their terms um, on the sales process. However, we do recommend that everybody uses um, a PayPal or um, something of the sort to protect both the buyer and the seller in the sale. Um, tracking information can be sent and uploaded, whether they decide to send it out USPS, or you can also set up with the uh, with the dealer or the seller to pick up a larger item at another show or later on in the year. Um, larger items can also be shipped through various carriers, um, and we also have a great network um, with suggestions of, of how larger items can be shipped. But really, it's going to be a lot of one-on-one -on -one from the buyer and the seller, whether it be via uh, comment in the comment section or a direct message. I mean, Facebook has created such a platform where you can hit, hit, Facebook message them, hit the phone button, and you can call them directly right through Facebook. Um, and a lot of experienced sellers on here have also been guiding the less experienced people on how the how the process whole works and how everybody can do it safely. Um, and how will the uh, how will some a dealer control the inventory? In other words, uh, you know, I see a Facebook page uh, pictures, and it's like a grouping of items. And hey, you know, I like that man's uh, man's watch on the left side in the bottom of that picture. You know, that type of thing. How do they um, how do they deal with that? Someone buys something in the picture. Are they going to have separate pictures? 
Um, th- it's th- unique to it's. I mean, we, we put up a we, we put up a framework of uh, suggestions on how booth works, but uh, mm-hmm. we're dealing with some very creative people here, some some very smart people, and some people who like to have some fun. So you're going to see some some varying uh, ways of how their booths are going to be set up, but it's generally going to be this, you know. Uh, uh, along the lines of uh, there'll be some pictures, there'll be some videos, there'll be some prices in there, uh, ways to contact the dealer, um, their forms of payment, um, and the whole nine yards. Uh, you, you just have to uh, picture it as a, a virtual uh, digital antique booth uh, where each booth is unique to each uh, sole proprietor. Um, and we're trying to keep it... Uh, Try to keep it create, uh, creative and fun. Um, you know, let 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 the uh, let the vendor uh, you know have have that freedom to go out there and, and sell their sell their merchandise the way they see fit. Um, yeah, and that's uh, yeah. Well, one of the things that always works with Brimfield is when everybody is waiting at the fence to get in, and all of a sudden they just burst in. Are you going to have any type of effect that will work like that? Like things are just going to pop on at a time, or that's- is that just impossible? But that's actually the hope. I mean, I'm hoping that there is some chaos at, the, at 10 a.m. You know, sure. I want to, you know, I want 100, 200, 300 boosts to pop up at the same time, and people, you know, like, oh my god, which direction do I run? I mean, that's the that's the kind of feeling, you know, I want when they open the, the you know the gates at Maze at 9 a.m. in in, in, in the physical Brimfield world. You know, people running as fast as they can yeah. uh, for for things that you know. To, to the person next to them can be worthless, but to them is, is worth you know a lifetime of searching. You know that's that's what, that's what I love about yeah. it. Yeah, I, I just got to tell a quick story because it's 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 funny. It's a friend of mine who he deals in very high end, uh, probably the most prestigious antique dealer in New Hampshire. You probably know who he is, possibly. Um, but he said he was driving somewhere on a Saturday afternoon and saw this uh, a rope in front of a property and and it said an estate sale. And so he thought he'd go check it out. And then he said, I found myself running for an OG clock worth about $25. (laughs) He said, I have no idea why I was running, but uh, why I did that. (laughs) It is a psychology. I've seen people bound by a walker for years, throw the walker and just take (laughs) up sprinting. That's called a Forrest Gump moment. (laughs) (laughs) As if touched by God himself. It's just, it's, it's, it's a... I don't know. You have to be in the business and have to be in the hobby and experience to, to, to know what we're talking about. It. It's, it's really hard to explain uh, once you have that bug inside of you. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I've been there many, many times. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's a, there's no cure in sight, but, you know, your, your adrenaline starts pumping. You see something you love. You see something you want, and you just go running. Um, you know, yeah. and right now we have the, the gates kind of shut, shut down until 10 a.m. on Tuesday, May 12th. You know, we have the gates closed. There's no pre-buying. There's no pre-selling. Yeah. Um, the only you know, way it would work. Yeah. Exactly. And at 10 a.m., we'll 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 lift the lift the floodgates up and and let everybody have at it. And we you know we've we've each spoken to hundreds of dealers, hundreds of buyers, hundreds of sellers, some of the best in the nation. You know, some people that have never sold online before, but have you know grade A collections that are going to be joining in the fun and and participating and selling and you know, we're going to, we're really going to see some amazing things. Um, and, and just to see the whole heart of this come together has really been a lot of the motivating factor behind all of us to push us to keep going, to work, wake up at 5 a.m. and work till 2, 3 in the morning, you know, and burning the midnight oil and, and really uh, digging our feet in deep to, to make sure that everybody succeeds during this. Yeah. And if it, uh, if this works, 
um, for this May, you know, the the May show, um, are you, do you plan on doing it again? You know, I think that's something that we have discussed as a whole, and and we really want to we want to see where this goes, but we want to do what the people want, you know, what yeah. the community wants, what the industry demands. You know, I don't know that, you know, we don't want to take anything away from the actual Brimfield. If anything, we want to add to the actual Brimfield. Um, you know, so I think this is an opportunity for a lot of people that don't can't necessarily travel or have family or have kids or can't actually physically make it to Brimfield to also be a part of Brimfield. Um, but that's something that I think we'll all discuss after after this first one runs and see what the people in the community want to get out of this. Yeah, exactly. I think that we actually have to pull it off first before we can sure. actually, uh, you know, <laughs> to see if it's even possible. I mean, I think it is. I think the, the game plan is solid. Um, and of course, with anything that's brand new and that has not been tried before, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a bump in the road or two, but I, it, 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 it's going to be smooth. It's going to be fun. And um, should, should, uh, should the, the demand be there and the need uh, be there, then, then it's something we can, we can talk about. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the, I, I think since I've been doing this show since this, this, uh, you know, the isolating and the, this virus, uh, began, um, the, the best line I've heard anyone say so far, um, was a podcast I did, um, with, uh, several auctioneers and one of them was, uh, Wes Cowan out in Ohio. And he said, either you're a collector or not. And the collector <laughs> is going to want to collect. You know, in these times, it doesn't matter um, what's going on. A collector is a collector. And yeah, it runs, runs in your blood 100%. You yeah. know, there's, it, it's, I always tell people it's a disease that can't be cured. They haven't found a, a cure for it. And I'm always on the hunt. I'm always picking. And, you know, people say, what are you doing this week? And I said, I'm going hunting. You know, and they said, it's not hunting season. I said, yeah, but we hunt <laughs> for two different things. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it. It is. It's the the uh, the hunt is what I think uh, makes this happen. You know, makes everyone get excited about it, and also the stories you can tell. I mean, I bet I bet you, Justin, you're up on the screen now on YouTube, but I bet you can turn around and tell a story about every single thing behind you um, that you 100%. and how you got it, and 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 that's that's what we hold dear. And, yeah, you know, to me, to me, it's preserving the history of it you know it's not just necessarily the item but you're right it's it's the story that is attached to it the company that it came from the you know the the historical element behind it you know it's um it's preserving americana you know and that's that's what i love is yeah. is being able to spread the knowledge spread the wealth and and make the you know the collectors of the industry come together and and have pride and passion in this stuff rather than like we talked about earlier, you know, going to Ikea and buying a piece of particle board, you know? Yeah. Speaking of yeah, that, you put next to the air conditioner and, uh, and two months later you get, you spend another 300 bucks for it. So it, it yeah, yeah. It, I think, uh, I don't know. We need to, uh, we need to, we need to make the antiques more fun again, bring in some more, uh, some more people, uh, not treat it like, um, I hate to say it, great grandma's teacup antique show. I mean, um, yeah. there just needs to be more interaction, more, uh, more stimulation. Um, just bring it into the 21st century um, and let it roll. Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's a, a lot to be said about, you know, technology that, you know, young people may not be interested in. You know, it's a bad word, antiques. They can deal with vintage but uh, or mid-century modern exactly. or something like that. But the word antiques is, you know, like, uh, oh, they picture cobwebs or whatever it is. 
But um, but technology. Well, if, we could, if we could just figure out a way to to, to sell pictures of like, antiques on iTunes, uh, you know, we'd be absolutely billionaires. But you know, maybe maybe someday. <laughs> but they love technology, so you know, young people. You make you may connect with some young people just in your idea that you never would have before if you didn't do this um, this you know whole situation you're trying out. You know, you never know. Yeah, I mean, just you bring it to them. I mean, um, you know, you know, if 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 they figure out that 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 uh, you know this stuff's out there and they and they can look at it on their phone very easily, then then just maybe, just maybe, uh, we could spark some more interest and in, in anybody under forty years old. I'm not the, I'm not saying it's not out there, but for some reason it just seems like it's not. It's just not important. Uh, it's, it's 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 not something that the younger people crave. Um, and yeah. I'm not quite sure what happened and, uh, and what happened along the way. Well, you know, there is there there are the few, and there are there are the few. Um, I've met them at uh, antique shows and and uh, auctions where there's the sometimes there's kids like eight or or nine years old that either watched American Pickers or even the Antiques Roadshow, and they're really really excited about antiques. So you know, uh, I'm glad that at least some of them. You know, and those people will have uh, the world will be their oyster, so to speak. Uh, you know, when they gain Absolutely. the knowledge. Well, I mean, a couple of the dealers that we have focused that we will be focusing throughout the week at some of our live events. Um, you know, I have a 19 year old kid who's uh, who's taken over uh, through his community, which is a rare soda signs and uh, local local regional brands and that kind of thing. He's he's uh, become a superstar in his community, uh, and uh, he's 19 years old. Um, there's also two brothers, uh, mid twenties, um, uh, in, in, in their corner of their, of the hobby, they're absolutely just crushing it. They're, they're owning it. They're all over the country. They're making a name for themselves. And I just, uh, I think if some guys, uh, in that age range were just exposed to all this, you know, you know, they might be able to see that, Hey, you know, I'm interested in that stuff. I could do that. Um, why not give it a shot? You, we, we could, we could see, you know, maybe a little, uh, resurgence back into the game if you were. Right, right. Well, let's hope for it. Um, so I want to give you a guy. Well, first of all, you know, I never asked this question. Whose brainchild was this? Uh, you know, basically uh, sitting on uh, a bed in a conversation, um, almost a joke. Uh, <laughs> just throwing ideas out there. Uh, my whole thing was, I, you know, we were just, I mean, how it happened. It was a text message between, uh, between Justin and I and, uh, you know, I, we were just like, oh, geez, you know, Brimfield shut down. And, uh, uh, and I was like, geez, I got to do something. My, 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 my father, we were not wealthy people. Uh, so, you know, missing the shows is really uh, doing some harm for us business-wise. And, and I was like uh, hell-bent that I wasn't going to let my father miss, uh, you know, his, his 46th straight Brimfield. And something had to be done, whether it be virtually in his office or, you know, on the field. Some sort of Brimfield had to be there because we're, we weren't going down like that. So um, generally... When I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place, I get creative. And Justin and I, we uh, we brainstormed and we brought in a friend of ours, Tom Sloan. The three of us, uh, you know, put together the game plan and uh, we're letting it ride. And it, uh, things have steamrolled and things have have uh, come together nicely. Now, how how does someone like your father think about this whole situation? He can't even send a text message, so we're not even going to go there. <laughs> That's what I mean. But what does he think about? Is he excited? <laughs> it's still going to happen. He is so excited. I mean, you there? Oops, I think I, we lost him. Yeah, I think we lost him. Well, that's too bad. But I was just getting ready to wrap up. So, uh, well, 
Justin, make sure you say goodbye to Mike for me. And uh, thanks so much. It's been a real pleasure. And I wish you all the luck. And uh, I will. You, you, the Facebook page, throw that out there if you would. Absolutely, please. If everybody that's tuning in doesn't already know, please join our Facebook group, Brimfield Online. Um, it's easy. Just go right to your Facebook, type in groups right in the right in the search bar. It's Brimfield Online. Um, you could also tune into our website as well. It's feelthebrim.com. Once again, that's feelthebrim.com. Um, and we look forward to uh, everybody coming together and, and seeing the community. Excellent. All right, Justin, you take care and the best of luck to you. Thanks so much, Martin. All right. Okay, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next time with another episode.